Hi, my name is Umberto Mucci, my dear friends, welcome to We The Italian News, uh, the video and audio podcast that updates you on Italy, in particular but not only on the coronavirus situation in our country. Today is Wednesday, September 2 of this year 2020 that uh, we will never forget. I hope that your August has passed well in health and safety. My family and I stayed in Rome except 10 days in the mountains of the Emilian Apennines, respecting the necessary distance with the others, washing our hands very often and wearing the mask always indoors. Let's start this first video of the new series with some numbers about the virus situation in Italy. I'm not going to give you these numbers every time, but as we're coming back from a month without videos, I thought that just this time they could give a sense of where we are with the virus in Italy. So yesterday's new positives uh, were 978 out of uh, 81,050 swabs, uh, the 1.2% of positives, and out of uh, 54.395 people tested, 1.8%. In fact, it should always be remembered that not all swabs are made on people who have never tested. Some are to check if those who tested positive to a previous swab are still positive. The daily average of cases in the last four weeks had had this trend. 403, 486, 934, and 1,288. The ratio of positives to the number of people tested, calculated as a seven-day average of the last four weeks, uh, was 1.61%, 1.89%, 2.11%, 2.28%. To give an idea, this ratio was still about 6.9% at the end of April. Before then, we did not have the number of people tested, only the total number of swaps and was at its lowest on July 3, 0.68%. Yesterday there were 27,754 currently positives of which we are aware in Italy. Unfortunately, 35,491 Italians died because of this virus. The total cases in Italy since the beginning of the epidemic, as far as we know, are 270,189. Those hospitalized for coronavirus are at the moment 1,380, equal to 4.8% of the peak value, which was 29,010 on April 4. 107 patients are in, in intensive care units, equal to 2.6% of the maximum value reached uh, on April 3, and it was 4,068. The minimum number of people in ICU was 38 on July 29. In the last seven days, the average variation of patients in ICU was plus six patients per day. It was plus one in the previous seven days. On average, we had seven deaths per day in Italy in the last seven days and six in the previous seven, seven days. Let's remember that statistically, on average, two days positives are due to contagious of 10 days ago. The hospitalized in ICU today are due to contagious of 20 days ago. The dead are due to much more distant contagions. I want to give you a brief summary of what happened in August. For more than a month in Europe, the virus has been circulating freely again, but it goes at different speeds. Italy, the UK and Germany, which in August have started to exceed 1,000 cases per day, are traveling at the same rate, not very safe, but still under control. They have just over 20 contagions every 100,000 inhabitants in the last two weeks, well below the European average of the period, which is 46, constantly increasing for 40 consecutive days now. On the continent, however, there are those who have accelerated in a much more worrying way. France has registered more than 54,000 cases since mid-August. There is 82 new positive cases every 100,000 people, five times more than a month ago. 
And then, there, and then there's Spain with 96,000 cases in weeks or 205 for every 100,000 people. So why the reciprocal lists of countries to avoid of which swaps or quarantine is obligatory upon return are getting longer? Someone has already closed the borders uh, to those coming from other European countries. Italy asks for a swap to those returning from Spain, Malta, Greece and Croatia, but not yet to those coming from, com coming from France. By now, Italy does about 100,000 uh, 100, tests per day, but the plan is to triple them in autumn. The regions where they are made more today are Lombardy, Veneto, Emilia-Romagna and Lazio, which are also among the most populated regions. So the number of daily positives returned to May levels, when stores, bars, restaurants and public offices were all about to reopen in Italy after the lockdown. But we have to be careful with this kind of comparison. A lot of things have changed in the last three months. The categories of people undergoing the swab, the median age of newly infected people, the ability of local health authorities to carry out contact tracing activities, and especially the situation in Italian hospitals. At that time in May, around 250 people died of coronavirus in Italy every day. Today they are under 10. The inpatients uh, body in intensive care and in general COVID wards uh, were more than 10, were uh, back then more than time, 10 times the number today, although obviously it is not good that this number is growing every day. This means that the new real mid-May positives uh, uh, were many more than the new real cases reported today, because today we have become better at finding new positives, even if they have few symptoms or no symptoms at all, and isolating outbreaks immediately. During August in Italy, the average age of the positives has decreased a lot. Today, many of them are young Italians who got infected on vacation, probably not respecting the safety distance or, and or not carrying the mask when they had to. That's why, fortunately, despite the growth of positives, the hospital facilities are not currently in difficulty and even the number of daily deaths, fortunately, remains low. The problem is that these guys are almost all asymptomatic and there is a great risk that they could pass the virus to their family members older than them. There has been a great controversy about discos and clubs in August, so which have been reopened thinking that they could respect the rules within them. But this was not the case at all, not at all. So they soon turned into very strong contagion points for hundreds of young people, so much so that they are now closed again by law. The most delicate issue in Italy among all those related to coronavirus is undoubtedly that of the return to school. School teachers are spending their days planning and preparing for the arrival of students with catch-up lessons for some of them that already began yesterday. Every day there is some new rule about this. It is something that affects dozens of millions of students, parents, teachers and service personnel including public and private transport. Italian schools are often old and efficient since before the coronavirus. Our children are used to attend their lessons in, in inadequate facilities where teachers usually over time do a great job to make up for the deficiencies of the school system. With the arrival of the virus and the absolute need to ensure distancing, all the problems of school that are not only old but especially small have emerged. For some time in Italy we have been talking about classi polaio, which means chicken coop classes, to describe the lack of space which today with the virus is on, on an almost impossible problem to solve. So the schools are trying to find other spaces involving museums, gyms, cinemas, theatres, libraries, libraries, parishes, to enlarge the existing spaces by knocking down walls and enlarging classrooms, to build temporary light structures, in short, to guarantee at, at least one meter of distance between students. But it's almost impossible, also because it started very late, even though all these problems were already known six months ago, at the beginning of the pandemic. In addition, out of, 10, 20, out of 28 out of 20 regions 
have decided not to comply with the Ministry's direct directives uh, and to reopen the schools on a date other than September, September 14. This also contributes to increase the problems, also because on September 2021 20, there will be a vote in seven regions to renew the regional governments and throughout Italy for an important referendum. The students will have to interrupt the lessons after only a few days of returning. The schools will have to be sanitized again, the desk and furniture moved to make room for the ballot boxes and voting stations and then put back in place. Special precautions will have to be taken to avoid contagions uh, during the voting operations and it would have been way better if we could avoid these further complications by simply voting before the reopening of the school or by organizing the vote in other places than schools. Other problems also were known six months ago, but on which the government simply slept, are the lack of tens of thousands of professors, the fragility of almost half of, the, of those who are working who are over 55 years old and therefore afraid to go back to school and risk taking the virus, the decision not to have the students wear the mask in class, but only when the safe distance is assured, which is not something that can be measured every moment. The physical spaces and the staggering in and out of thousands of children who have to avoid being close to each other in a situation where they were usually attached to each other. The absolute lack of buses and subways in large cities that can take children to school ensuring a mere distance that the government thinks to have solved by stating that these buses will have to be fully full only at 80% of capacity unless the trip is shorter than 50 minutes, which of course everyone knows it, it's impossible to grant. The lack of individual tasks for all students, the delay of digital devices and connection in many schools that penalizes the hypothesis of digital lessons from home, the accessibility for children with physical disabilities, and the lack of support teachers for those who with psychological disabilities. And I certainly am forgetting something. Now, these problems are also present in other countries, although to a lesser extent, but many have worked on them on time. Despite this, returning to school is a problem everywhere. In Germany, for example, they were the first to go back to school in Europe. The contagions have grown and they already closed back some, some, of some schools. All the scenarios uh, say that with the return to school there will be an increase of contagions. We can only hope that this is not going to be too hard. But as a parent of a daughter who will return to class with 21 other friends, although I will accompany her and pick her up in the car to avoid her taking the bus as she did before the lockdown, Personally, I already know that it will be a risk every time I approach her at home uh, uh, and we will probably have to be very, very careful in hugging, kissing, but being close and even eating together. It could be a kind of quarantine until it is safe to stay close together and will, it will take months. So this is all for now. Uh, I'll see you next Friday, September 4. Please stay safe. Please wear your masks. And do not underestimate the virus. My name is Umberto Mucci. This was With Italian News. Ciao from Rome.